<coughs> Dick and Dong Battle the other the bells are ringing. We'd like to know a little bit about you for our final. Uh, you meant, meant to knock and come in. Oh, who could that be at the Christmas store? Can it be some Merry Calorie? Cat. <laughs> this one for the vacation gets that. Carolers. Oh, let me open. <laughs> I can't. Oh, look, it's Chris. Hi, Chris. Hi, Tom. Brought Rand with me again. You have to. <laughs> I didn't mean to. Can you ask him to leave now? No, he, he he's coming me. in, is he? <laughs> well, hello, Chris. Tom, I can't get rid of him. Right, okay. Fair enough. Hello, Chris and Reg. Are you ready to uh, start an amazing Christmas Eve podcast? Here? I'm, I'm looking forward to it, yeah. Um, Same we've not got any sh- second drinks left from four days ago. Uh, well, you did bring your own four days ago, so it's your own fault. Uh, <laughs> thank you for providing with us with one this, this time. We'll see how it goes. This well, is... Provide me with one on, on the, I don't know, when we make another podcast, 28 days. Okay, I'll try that. Is our Christmas Eve podcast here uh, with Tom and Chris from Matt's Tentacle? Can you believe it's Christmas Eve again, Tom? I cannot believe Christmas Eve comes around so quickly. Two years ago, this is the day our Christmas, coming cast Christmas party was for I remember that episode. The, that was, the infamous. Was that, was it the Christmas party or was. That was Christmas party. On Christmas Eve. What was the? When did we release the? Um, what do you call it? The Magical play. Christmas Adventure. Yeah. That was a week before Christmas. You can listen to these for free at Cumbercast.co.uk if you want to. Well, I don't want them for money. Well, you can download the first series because all this from uh, now on contains copyrighted music, so I never got around to it. Right. Well, you're real. remaster all of them from the original tracks. It took me hours, and no one's going to bother. So no. Um, I would. Well, no we disagree with each other. I think it's only fair that we spend some Christmas cheer. We're going to talk about Christmas and tons of stuff in a sec. But, Chris, you've got some photos with you. I do. These are photos of well, Tom and mine and several other people's many adventures that we've we've had. And so oh, we're going to have a little look through. These are obviously the, the, the prints that they they give you whenever they print something off. Well, they have a lot of photo books. So... Oh, it even says what I've named the files on the back. Ooh. So I'm going to start with number one is Mum's Meal, which is oh, a nice picture of This is uh, Chris, and there's uh, his brother and his mother there. Chris, you look very worrying. You've got a very menacing expression behind your mother in a dressing gown. I can only put fear for her. What, what was your intention of this? Well, I, I didn't expect it was a photo being taken. I was slightly worried at the fact we were walking down Nutsford High Street with my mother in a dressing gown. <laughs> this was was there any particular reason for this? Well, it was a present that we'd gone out for. Oh, okay. So she was fully dressed in the dressing gown? Yeah, so she'd been given the present by her friends. And you what? know what people are like with their friends, they get a bit rowdy and she, yeah, she, walked, true. she walked out in there. <laughs> there is a look of menace, though, in your yeah. face. Oh, no, I know. I quite often see. Now, that is up on our wall at home. That's how much my mother loved it. <laughs> on to the next one. This is from Taco Night, a night where famously Amy Thornton and I managed to drink two bottles of wine each and half a litre of Jack Daniels. Tom had a good deal of Jack Daniels and some cider. And, well, what actually happened to you, Tom, at the end of that? Um, oh, I sick, Tom. 
because I had a load of jatagules. Um, Meanwhile, I um, couldn't get out of bed the next day. Well, actually, I could let Amy out at six in the morning, but letting Tom out uh, about midday, I couldn't move. I had to shake, so it was terrible. Yeah, she was really expecting to start at Chris's house over the summer and uh, all these random names you mentioned are people we know. You, you probably weren't, so obviously this is a great interest to, to Unless you're listening to Covercast. No, this is all always. This is a fair me and Chris doing a doing funky dance, dance that's a call like Which that. was liked by our old German assistant oh. on Facebook. Some of these Chris studies German and there was a... You really have to explain this. <laughs> some of these photos will, of course, be on the Metal Detector Club fl- Flickr at, at some point. And, of course, that's accessible by our iPhone app as well. It's um, a photo playing football when I was younger. Was that, is that you there? That is me the there. Right. God, this is buzz cut, Chris. This is buzz cut, like Chris. Your, your jumper was too long for you because you're just so skinny, aren't you? You never fit yeah, any clothes. That was uh, me, Matthew Morris and Peter Howard. People <laughs> that no one will have ever heard of, nor will they. Um, so this is quite young, Chris, yeah, I, right? I would say about 11 or 12, yeah. Oh, wow, so it would be like, yeah, seven. Yeah. What's these raffle tickets on the table you've got here? You've got, like, a load of drinks with straws in. Oh, I'm not, I don't, honestly don't. That might have been the time, actually, we met Dean Ashton. Wow, you've got, like, you had, like, ID badges as well. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good time. That was... Dean Ashton uh, went to our, our comprehensive uh, school, didn't school. So, is it, Along with former the superstar Harry Styles. He's quite a celebrity um, for the school, isn't he? Old, um, old footballer Ryan Brook, um, former footballer Seth Johnson, and the composer, somebody else, or name I've forgotten. Composers. Hurricanes is the name of the local youth uh, football team. Got looked at by Manchester United briefly back, oh. back in the day. Wow. Scorekeeper. Fergie was there. Pardon? Fer- oh, yeah, Fergie. Fergie, Fergie, Fergie always comes to the youth games. <laughs> <laughs> He's got another bag. Scouting talent, that's, that's what he does. Um, well, the key to being a good football manager is, you know, seeking out talent, isn't it? Well, the difference between that and going to every <laughs> If you're dedicated, you will. Um... And oh, wow. also, is this quite the local big derby going on here? No, this is a friendly. We beat them about 11-1. But long wow. story short, they That's were, the great thing about youth football. The amount of goals scored compared to special football also, is insane. The, the difference in quality between some teams is wild. Yeah, of course. Teams in the same league are never really <laughs> In fact, it is the same in actual football leagues. It's true, sometimes. Um, this, is the, uh, this is the team photo all lined up. Chris is kneeling down. You're by far the lowest down member of the team. Not in status, but just in... Just to be fair, you're now down on one day. It reflects the status, too. Oh, um. <laughs> Better than technical photo shoot pictures. Where, 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 my facial expression doesn't look too good, this. And Chris has got his sunglasses half coming up. This is my first uh, photo shoot in April. You can probably see it on our Flickr page. Probably can. That's lovely. Good morning, me and you, Tomo. I was looking quite enthusiastic about all the exciting adventures we're going to have in the Red Club. This is our this is our Twitter profile picture. It's like our first picture. Oh, no. My hair is blowing over my eyes, really. Quite hard to get a good shot. You see, this, oh, this one should be giving the high-quality files. Tiny bit pixelated. This is, Chris, this is Chris uh, playing his guitar while recording on EP in his house. Interesting to Why note. Why am I saying this as if they could see it? <laughs> Interesting to note that photo is of me playing the guitar left handed. 
Oh wow, of course, yeah. I never realised that before. Yeah. Can you play the guitar left handed? Um, a bit. Uh, of course, I'm better right handed because I am right handed. There, oh, look at the profile picture for the original, was a press image for our Cameron yeah, Cringe. That is, if you still go to the Cameron Cringe website and look at the Cameron Cringe thing of Cameron <coughs> Cringe in 2010, that is the image that, that goes next to it. Wow. And there's this is this is a very sexy photo, Chris. It's him. Yeah, in front of a, uh, a field of cows, looking very, very seriously, very pouty at the camera. This is, of course, well, I think I look quite sexy in that picture. To be honest, this is uh, you are technically in the picture. <laughs> yeah, true. This is Chris in a bed with three other people. Um, Chris is looking to the out uh, beyond the bed. Uh, it's looking slightly discomforted. This is what's your your curly like? You got like Afro. This is like Yogi Bear Chris. This is my wild Jew for days, yeah. <laughs> this is these are pictures now of the time my brother got really hammered when he was young and passed out on our bathroom floor. Oh, how old was he in, in this picture? <sighs> he will have been. 15 or four, 14 or 15. It's the age to start, isn't it? It's the age <laughs> it's to start. He'd it? already had the ambulance out before this. Oh, wow. He was a good has drinker. He, has he counted a bit now, has he? He rarely gets that hammered nowadays. There's oh. several pictures of those. This is what I can only describe as uh, blue and purple. Oh, is this you being trying to be Avatar or something? That was Avatar night. Um, oh, but you've got to be completely blue. Well, this is Avatar. It's just a load of people wearing blue shirts with, like, Avatar stripes on their faces. One guy's gone completely blue, well, but one guy has just got a white shirt on with a stripy blue tie. Can you tell me how that he, is Avatar rather than school disco? He had... He was a member of the football club, and they had to wear their tie. Well, no, that's the only blue thing he had. He didn't do dressing up. Long story short, that was what we were singing, Ireland's Call. The, the Irish anthem that is often, often sung before big matches. That is. Uh, this oh, wow! This has been Chris Triangle Clothes in... Uh, this was at Liverpool, <laughs> that time, wasn't it? It was in Liverpool. I'm trying to get me to wear skinny jeans. Skinny... Chris knows perfectly well that skinny jeans don't fit me. I've got quite muscly thighs. And they're not going to go don't away anytime. Don't blow yourself up here. Mus- um, muscular. Muscular. I think hell about muscular. <laughs> I've been doing a lot of work on these, so you'd be surprised now. Three trunks. Um... And so he knows a confident skinny jeans, but every time we go out shopping, top of the weather, always try to skin to try skinny jeans. They won't fit. It's, it's, I couldn't even pull up my legs, never mind zip them or anything like that. Seriously, uh, this, don't bother. Of course, the fun time we also, Amy and I, did the espresso challenge. Yeah, Chris, Chris, Chris and I are very wide in the wake on this. He's wearing quite a nice Rolling Stone. Uh, is that Rolling Stone? Rolling Stone. Yeah, yeah. Wow, how good am I music? And a pair of skinny jeans, of course. Oh, no, no, the stretch, it says so on the. Uh, yeah. So sort of the tag. Uh, I quite like a bottle out of there. Um, yeah, that was the time we did the espresso challenge, as you well remember. Tom and I. Are this is me looking like a complete cow. I mean that literally <laughs> because I have a cow mask on. Remember bloody shirt and a long black wig. I basically like Cher if she stabs someone. You look. <laughs> you sound a bit like Alan Partridge. <laughs> <laughs> it's been cold. Um, Chris is just looking a bit goffy with a bit of red around his eyes. I'm not even sure you've got makeup on for that, really. It doesn't look like a, you have to run that out. Amy, look, make Amy's always like been a pig, pig. yeah. yeah. Chris uh, is the right horse. I always like uh, photos. Face. 
I always like photos aimed at my torso rather than my face. You can tell. I don't remember that being taken, that particular photo. We'll upload that one. Um, that was our Slipknot band photo, essentially, wasn't it? Yep. All masked and... We look quite scary at that. We, I must admit, if you want a scary Halloween costume, this weren't animal bass. Yeah, it, it worked very well, didn't it? Yeah. Me that. trying to lick Chris's face. Uh, Chris asleep on the field. I took this. I'm that was know. actually during our shift. I think I'm going to release that. During our shift, Tom. Uh, yeah, we got, yeah, we were sleeping on shift. That's what we did. As, as we worked at Leeds Festival this year, it was a good time. <laughs> I've got Chris uh, in London actually doing the show. Well, not doing the show, but at the show. Yeah, season. I've got a few photos of that. Chris at the Piccadilly Circus. Me, Chris, and my sister riding Barkley cycle high bikes. She's the technical director, I suppose we'd call her, <laughs> of the show. She's like the producer. producer. There you go, outside the Odeon. Chris uh, from the Buckingham Palace there. With Reg, right, Reg? Quiet. Did you like uh, visiting London? I thought it was very enjoyable. Oh, thank you very much. So, alright, this is one of you at the bottom of uh, a pyramid of people. There's, there's uh, six people, you're on the bottom left of a row of, row of three there. Was that painful? Having three uh, people's weight and it, it was quite painful considering some of them were quite heavy. I looked slightly like the devil in that picture. You look very menacing, you're when you get a girl at the club and you're looking very menacing towards the camera. I can't yeah. fear for it. Like the devil. This was that was very serendipitous. I didn't realise I was pointing at a sign. It looks like you're sort of like if if only another figure was there, like you're holding that like it's like a cigarette. A little shard of yeah. orange there. This is just uh, sort of the appeal that Chris has to the ladies. He's got a t-shirt on here saying, Have you hugged my, uh, my shirt today? Mm. And a, a lady is hugging it, looking, looking at the message on it. As if someone uh, commanded to do that. Do you, do you often feel it's, it's good to suggest things like that yeah, to women? She was a very attractive lady. Good old, good old Van Dog. Um, Dumbed her in my long hair. Yeah. See, this, this photo, um, I don't know what I'm looking at, but it's not the camera. No, Chris is, uh, Chris is in this group shot of about 20 people, Chris is looking off to the left, whilst everyone else is looking at the camera. Chris has been distracted by something, I can't help but think what. Why does the have a hand with this photo? She's, uh, she's, not got, uh, she's not got a hand coming out of the end of her. Well, she's she? essentially peg leg, but without a hand. Uh, this is Chris outside the uh, uh, Carling uh, Academy of Birmingham. Did you know that? We live above the door. To go see the guest I am from on a Tuesday. Yeah. Um, we just got one on my best floor here. And it's uh, one of you writing uh, with icing on your arms. Yeah. Me with Roy Orbison. <laughs> <laughs> I just like the framing and the lighting of those. Well. I love that one. Um, you, so tell me about your in-depth relationship with Roy Orbison. Well, everyone loves Roy. He's a good, good songsmith, and just had to meet him. And so I met Roy Orbison in a in a Manchester bedsit. Wow! Well, what great photos they've been. That's taking about. We have to cut that down. Think about half an hour. To be honest, it's not, it's not the gold we've had. <laughs> Some of them were. 
None of that was gold. Some of the laughs we had. So, so those photos. Uh, what can you what can you conclude from seeing hundreds of photos of yourself with various people? Because <laughs> almost the story of your teenage years, almost. Uh, I think you can tell my hair has changed considerably. Yeah, it was, of course, once buzz cut, Chris, which made it very easy to make as a player at the Pez, the football game. Uh, however, it's become a lot more wavy. It became, like, uh, Afro hair bear bud style. It briefly, briefly became very bushy. I want to know, why do you make your hair very Danny Zuko style whenever you go out? That's something I've noticed. I don't do it whenever I go out. I do it often because it's, it's not meant to go quite as, as greasy as it sometimes does, but it's, it's a stylish, stylish image. Well, it is, and if you could argue, obviously... Obviously, gets you the attention you need. Well, uh, it was Chris, thank you very much on Christmas Eve to uh, show your photos. Well, Tom, we had to fill the time somehow. Right, uh, well, it's Christmas Eve. Uh, and, of course, Christmas being just one of the many uh, religious festivals going on at this time of the year. Why do you yes. think the end, this, like, closing of the year, this cold time of the year, is so popular that every, every religion has to bring out the big guns? Um, that's a very good question. This, oh, well, this is a quite a philosophical podcast, as you well know, Chris. I don't, don't really know, Tom, I guess. I guess it's just cold and everyone, everyone's inside, so it brings... So, just invent random religious stories and, and just to make people happy, is that what you're saying? In essence. In essence. Right, uh, well, now we've concluded that, um, let's, let's go in depth, let's examine it. Now, I don't, I'm an atheist. Any. Oh, you aren't, Tom. You, you love a bit of religion now and again. Well, I, look, this year I've been through... Um, I was uh, attacked and uh, I've like, been bereaved as well. And times when people you know, usually feel quite low and if any, if any time they'll turn to religion then. But I, I think it's just showed me how strong I... How, I, I you know, almost unnaturally so the stronger just cope with these and it doesn't really... Obviously, it hits me at the time these things happen, but it's not as if I need something to enable me to carry on from that. I can just pick myself up and carry on. So that, that's why I'm quite strong in it. So what you're essentially saying is you're a little bit of a pervert. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine some sort of news night thing where they get like the old Christian McCanterbury on and we've got like a perfectly good atheist argument and it just comes out with that? Best way to deal with Dawkins. <laughs> I don't think I don't think uh, remember Christianity is the only place to call people call other people perverts. Yeah, Peter particularly Pastor, Catholics. Oh, exactly, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, um, but obviously, despite not being religious, you've got to love Christmas. Though it's just the, the whole time of the year, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, it's, it's you get caught up in it. Although to be fair. I, I hate the way Christmas starts to be marketed from what, late September. Yeah, Christmas comes up way, way too early, doesn't it? It's like... Uh, I, can, I can let them off when you start marketing things. Beginning of December. It's 20 days, 25 days, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, it's 25 days until Christmas. I don't know, it's all right, because we've got to accept it'll happen sometime. <laughs> so Christmas to you is like an inevitable, oh, my God, oh, yeah, it's the thing that lingers on your mind, oh, yeah, oh, Christmas is coming on a couple of months, oh, Christmas, oh, I need Christmas, oh, Christmas here, oh, I'll just get it out of the way, never do it. 26th of December, you're happy again. You can sleep, you can finally get to sleep. Your mind's clear of the horror that is Christmas. Well, not really. I, I enjoy Christmas, but uh-huh. it's just the thought of, particularly when you've got very little money, uh, as I do, um, the thought of buying Christmas presents that, that make people happy <coughs> being able to afford Christmas, Christmas for me, especially the last few years, uh, isn't really about, about the presents. I mean, 
Like, uh, it's fun to get the fa- particularly having gone to uni. You know, it's, it's good to get get the family back together. Exactly. Yeah, it's nice to have the, it's to nice to have the family together as well. I thought I thought you. I think you're thinking that I'm quite uh, emotional, sentimental, some of that. You know, I just prefer Christmas for the food and TV now. That's the superficial. Uh, it's not about that. It's not about the, the wholesome values of it all. It's it's just I've moved from the superfluous excitement of the presents to the superfluous excitement of, of the food and, and and all the Christmas TV. Really, the highlight for me of every Christmas. You're a fat slobber. For me, I'm like no. It's just it's nice to have one day a year we have all this amazing food, and of course all the leftovers last so long, and you get tons of chocolate that lasts you a week. That's the nice bit. It's about just having one day just to really, really have a sense of indulgement, more so than the other day. Obviously, you can treat yourself now and again. You mean indulgence? Yeah. What um, say? If you say so, Tom, if you say so. I mean, I, I mean, the highlight for me every Christmas is buying the Christmas Radio Times. It's the highlight for me and my mother. When we first saw it in the shop together, we went crazy. We Did bought we? it, me, me and my mother. Oh, really? We could go out to a shop and I'll show you if you really want. Oh, uh, we were there all afternoon circling all the items we wanted. We're never going to probably watch half of them or even bother to send them to a call on Sky Plus. But it was just the excitement to see all this TV, all these movies on. We can't afford the Radio Times. £2.20, Chris. Do you want me to buy you as your Christmas present? No. It's, it's, the, it's the idea, though. If you buy it once, you're going to buy it again. What? We don't buy the radio. Lots of people just buy radio times at Christmas, you understand. No, no. It's not an ongoing story. No! Like, what's the TV list is going to be next week? We don't buy the radio times, OK? OK. Are you sure? Positive. Let's move Very on. Very anti-radio times here. <laughs> but... Okay. Now I've gone to many arguments on this over the past. The perfect roast potatoes, skins on or skins off. That's a big question. I used to be a skins on man, but then the whole idea of getting getting it that lovely crispiness the whole way round the roast potato made me switch my opinion to skins off. And I don't want to anger a lot of people out there by saying that, but that's what I feel. You probably will anger a good deal of people. I think to, to be fair. The skins on, skins off to it is slightly superfluous as long as you fry it well. You, you get them in a decent type, good, good type of fat for roasting them. Mm-hmm. That's that's I think that's the most important thing. Yeah, definitely. So, would you use uh, duck fat or goose fat? Probably duck. Yeah. So, so nice, isn't it? We're just doing some sort of culinary podcast. <laughs> are we? we are essentially that. We've diverted quite a lot on this one. We've been talking about photos which people can't see for half it. And then we're now going on about our own personal culinary likes for the, for the second half. Mm-hmm. This is what people want Christmas Eve in fairness. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Um, what, what else do we have to say about Christmas? Well, of course, I have an interesting anecdote. I was, I was buying our, de- our dear friend Amy Thornton a, a Christmas present. Uh-huh. And oh, she's a big fan of the OC, particularly the character Seth Cohen, who one day he gets drunk anyway and comes home and says oh shh I'm being stoked <coughs> and there was a t-shirt with that slogan on it a lot of sheer like that I'll, I'll get that but it's from the US so I'll go on Spreadshirt which are we allowed to advertise on this time? yeah by all means yeah Just, okay, go on Spreadshirt and I'll, I'll order it off there Spreadshirt is a website where you can customise clothing and things like that with your own designs and text yeah, which you get paid for that anyway you type it in and Getting ready to buy, click buy, and says, you can't do this as the word stealth is copyrighted, which, again, yeah, was quite a surprise to me. Anyway, I ordered it off, off the American thing and had it shipped, so she better be damn thankful for it. 
But, but yeah, it just shocked me that the word stealth was copyrighted. It turns out that stealth is a trademark in terms of clothing due to the fact that there's a ride on that and that they want to sell merchandise based on that ride, so they've trademarked it. So, what stuff can we trademark on the clothing, which means it can nev- that word can never be printed on clothing without our permission? Should we just... Sex. Sex. I think it would be quite a good one, wouldn't it? Yeah. You could trademark sex. Try it. Because self is quite a general word, isn't it? It's not like a specific... They came up... They invented a new word just for that name, did they? No. So, I think, yeah, we should trademark something we get paid. I like how we're discussing our private business ideas. <laughs> on national... podcast. National podcast. International podcasts. Yeah, national podcast. People trying to clear... Down there from the US. <laughs> no, get out the nose. Uh, this is all, all of our massive Korean fan base. <laughs> yeah, we're starting to exclude that. It's not, it's not fair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> of course, so, it's not just a Christmas gift, it? it's a gift that we, were, we, we gave on, on the 22nd, which was our own personal celebration. <coughs> wasn't it, Tom? Good night, a lot of drinking. Lot of I, want, I was talking to most of that, Chris. Can you just explain to me what Christmas is? Well, essentially, it's once again referencing the OC, it's... It's a holiday whereby it combines Hanukkah, the, the Jewish festival of lights, which took place between the 1st and the 9th of December this year, mm-hmm. and Christmas, which is a little-known festival, which occasionally takes place sometimes. Yeah, I think I've heard of it once or twice, It's not I'm well, not, not too clued up on it now. Um, oh, I remember now. Thanks for explaining that to me. Um, so, so what does one do at Christmas then? Well, this, it varies. But since it's, it's more of a pop culture-based... So it doesn't really have any major religious grounds or sentiment. Well, there is there is a sentiment because obviously if you've been brought up in a multi faith household, it's it's a nice middle ground mm. because all your friends would, would be celebrating Christmas. So which is also why it, an idea of this type is often used by Jewish households who live in predominantly Christian areas because all the kid other kids are celebrating Christmas. Yeah, they don't yeah. want their kids to be left out. Yeah, so they're able to, they're able to <coughs> celebrate a bit of, a bit of both religions, obviously. Well, watch the Christmas episodes of the OC for, for be- better knowledge of it, really. <laughs> um, any any point in there, Tom? You're not quizzical. Almost almost gay. I would want to... One thing they're going to be wondering about Christmas is... Do you think there's a future? Do you reckon there's a way we can make it more mainstream? Because in America... Uh, it's just referred to as holiday season, doesn't it? No one, no one dares mention the word Christmas yeah, outside yeah. of religious context. Yeah, um, there's that supposed war on Christmas, but I, I, for the most part, this war on Christmas is a combination of stupidity and political correctness. Is it political credit or political credit has gone mad? Well, it's kind of implied by the fact that I also implied it's stupid. Not so, there's lots Tom, of just political correctness. There is some, but equally... If it's stupid, I assume it will be political correctness gone mad. Well, um, what roast bird do you have on Christmas dinner? I'm sorry, I'm presuming it's a bird then. Um, well, I'm not going to have a ham, are we? Um, no, we have a turkey. You just have Gavin? Oh, a lot of Gavin, a lot of Gavin. No, we have turkey. We, we've considered, since there's only three of us now, although my, my mum's mother does come over, so... There's four of us, so we have a turkey, but we often say going going down to a chicken. But no, it's still turkey. You? Um, we we swap every year. Last year we had a, I think it was like, it was one of those three bad roads, like a duck inside a turkey or whatever. Some crazy thing. It sounds like the human centipede. <laughs> <laughs> it's <is> disgusting. <laughs> You're a horrible human. It was tasty. 
So therefore, it's just fun. This year, I just having some beef or whatever. Beef? Yeah, I'm not a fan of turkey. Turkey's like a, a chicken's poorer cousin. It, it's not very nice, but beef, you're, you're a terrible. It's person. not very nice, and yet you have it. Well, it's tradition. Right. Okay. You haven't meant to enjoy tradition. No, of course not. Um, You've ruined Christmas. Right. Well. Okay. Preemptively and retroactively. Well, I thought I'd give you a test. Now, of course, we've been the credit crunch. Uh, more and more people are choosing the, the easy way out of Christmas, and that's to... That's no, to no, suicide. That, and that's also to buy it from Iceland. No. So, I'm going to give I you... I have a moral objection to Iceland. Why? That Kerry Katona being the adverts. It's not in there anymore. Not anymore, but they cut her off. I'm going to give you an item from uh, Iceland, I'm going to tell you the price. Alright. Okay. So... A one kilo turkey breast joint. So this is just pure turkey breast, a big joint turkey breast. Three pound twenty-one. Six pound. I see. Well, it says four to six people. Well, you could have said that. Okay, I'll, I'll say that for you to show that. Um, okay. I don't know how to envisage a kilo of okay. turkey. A one and a half kilo, three bird roast with marmalade glaze. So you've got turkey, chicken, duck breast with marmalade glaze, served six to eight people. Big, big thing, middle of the Christmas table. £12.15. £10. Not bad, not bad. Um, Right, we'll move on to party food here, because that's what I guess. Alright, how much will will a Kim Prawn ring cost you? £2.99. £2. How much will um, 10 mini beef-filled Yorkshire puddings cost you? £2.00. Correct. Now, my friend, my housemate saw these in an advert. And she said, they look like vaginas. And actually, if you look at them, you can see some similarity. Good God, they do! <laughs> so, yeah, probably a bit more than you're buying for there. Um, Looks like American pie is going to be recreated at that Christmas table. How much do 18 onion barley dippers cost? Two pound. One pound. One Cheapest pound. chips. Actually, how much do chips cost? I'll uh, bring that up. How much does a 75 piece chocolate coated fruit platter cost? £3. £5. Bloody hell. Right, we'll go on to potatoes and chips now. How much does 1.81 kilos of straight cut chips cost? £5. £1. Pota- it is potato, you've got to oh, yeah. Potatoes are heavy and yeah, quite yeah. cheap. <laughs> so your price in potatoes is more expensive than meat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not <laughs> Right, Reg? Quite. Does Reg come from Ireland, then? No, he's, he's... As far as I know, he's British. He's remarkably British from the way he says quite. Right, Reg? <laughs> quite. OK, and finally, as your test, if you get this right, you win. If you get this wrong, you lose. Mm-hmm. It's all or nothing. Mainly because I haven't been keeping score. I'll be honest. How this is a proper Christmas veg you want on your table, so everyone needs to buy this. Seven hundred and fifty grams of honey roast parsnips. Two pound. Chris? It's one pound fifty. Oh. And so Chris, I'm afraid you're not gonna have a Merry Christmas this year. I have taken possession of all your Christmas presents and burned them. Oh, good of you. Yeah, well, uh, on that, though, have you got anything more to say about Christmas? 
Um, well, just to wish everyone out there a Merry Christmas and a, yeah, have a nice day. Yeah, definitely. Um, thank you very much. Thanks uh, for downloading. This is a Christmas present to you guys. Chris, won't, Chris won't be receiving a Christmas present this year. He right. he lost all of his in that quiz. No, I didn't know they were being bad. <laughs> Red, do you have anything to say to, to the viewers? Um, Merry Christmas or something? Quiet. I hope that Red doesn't come back for our next podcast, which will be available on the 28th, that very festive Festive day, day yeah. The 28th. <laughs> Just when everyone's going back to work. We'll be talking about our favourite uh, TV that was on over Christmas, uh, plus we'll be giving you a lot more general chat in the way that the Matetta Club only can. So we'll see you then. Thank you very much for downloading. Visit our website, Club. Dot com and I don't know I find out. Uh, so bye now, Chris. Thanks for coming. Right, bye, Reg. Quiet. Merry Christmas, everyone. Yeah.